today is Friday, December the 15th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast, presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Well, it's good to have you back, Dolores. We missed you last week there, and you were out gallivanting. So. Out gallivanting, yes. I recall that someone did not want to uh, stick around long enough to do the podcast with me, so that's... That's why you got tasked with the job. Oh, love to do it. Love to do it. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey. We had, I'm sure, a very exciting week here. Oh, it was exciting. Uh, oh, but we want to talk about the markets, do we? Oh, oh never mind. That wasn't that exciting. <laughs> we had our Christmas party. That was exciting. Anyhow, the markets. The markets. Pretty flat this week. Corn was flat. Up a dollar. Down a dollar. Wheat was flat down a dollar remember this was after wheat being the star for two weeks in a row or three weeks in a row wheat flattened back out this week soybeans actually jumped up a couple dollars three or four dollars but nothing major we really didn't have much happening this week uh our dollar actually got a lot stronger this week we're at the high since last august uh, we're up uh, almost at uh, 75 cents just under it oil prices remain flat even with their what was the the big agreement this week that the the world all the countries in the world agreed to do something to phase out oil usage you mean all the countries in the world agreed on something well they didn't they agreed on nothing because there's no no enforcement things in it or something at that environmental so so jeff we have seen a substantial decrease in prices here on our board in the office so that is strictly pretty much to do with basis dropping because of currency is that well actually basis hasn't dropped so remember this week things were pretty flat you know we've been in a downward trend of in really but last last week price for soybeans was six hundred dollars and now it's sitting at 593 well we're talking so. at the end of the week here, but uh, okay. it was, you Fair know, enough. we hit $600, but we have ups and downs during the week. Like, I think one of the things I wrote this week, uh, so the soybean market is looking at Brazil, a weather market in Brazil. And I said, a weather market is kind of like a swing. It flows back and forth with every change of wind, and uh, that pushes prices up and down, and you get some vol- weather market is a fickle market, is a volatile market, and, you know, that is where we get some better prices, but it's those are fleeting at this time they uh, go up one day down the next so we didn't really have much of that this week you know weather in south america is one of the ones argentina is getting great weather for their crops uh brazil they say the south is too wet central brazil is too dry a weather forecast will say we're bringing we're getting rain in the one area which is good for it but not in the other area so that's where that where we get some swings in prices but uh, right now it, the forecast really isn't doing that much because again soybeans are only up like three dollars for the week here other things that happened this week uh, probably larger things u.s federal reserve which most farmers that are borrowing any money like to hear is that they're talking that uh, they're done increasing interest rates and even though they won't be decreasing them for a while, the market feels or is acting like they're going to come down faster, if that makes any sense. Is that where the support in our dollar is coming from? 
big time because it's so the market's looking i think i read today 130 basis point drop next year in the u.s federal reserve we would think that the canadian bank in canada would do much the same uh, close to it anyway so as the interest rates are going to decrease in the u.s because they have a they're they don't think they have to keep increasing them to fight inflation this has actually weakened their dollar so money flows out of the U.S. and so that's strengthened our dollar. So it's not really strength in our dollar, it's the weakness in the U.S. dollar, which has happened this week. And, and really what that's going to happen is that basis, local basis levels will come down. Uh, honestly, it should have decreased them today, probably be decreasing them on Monday, pretty much across the board in all the commodities because of our stronger dollar. Because it's up... Uh, 150 basis points this week so that's that's a lot so that's you know the federal reserve changed things and in theory that should be good for prices on in chicago on the cbot because as the u.s dollar weakens it makes their exports more affordable on the world market puts them more in demand and if they're more in demand usually that pushes up the price on Chicago, in theory, so. So does that mean maybe we'll get a Christmas rally? Christmas rally. Well, that would mean maybe we'd get a rally next May or something, but Christmas rally. What would bring on a Christmas rally? What, what do you think Dolores could bring a Christmas rally in here? Let's talk corn and soybeans, the big two. Weather. Weather. Weather in South America. And it's just kind of fleeting at the moment, back and forth. An export sale or a couple export sales? Export sales out of the U.S., I'm sure you mean. And more than a couple, uh, maybe a plethora of them, or of large amounts anyways. And where would those export sales probably have to be made to? to probably price? to China. To China, China, China. And that's... So if we were to get an Xmas rally, it, I think it would have to come out of things that come out of China right now. So if you think last week, if you remember last week, China bought more U.S. soft red winter wheat than they did all the previous years. So actually wheat sales last week in the U.S. were like 55 million tons, 41 million of them or something went to China soft red. And that so that drove up prices there in wheat for a couple of weeks, but not this week. You know, wheat was flat down a dollar. So the market needs to keep being fed more information. The market has no idea how much more of an appetite China has for wheat or or soybeans or corn because, like we've said before, the market trades on what comes out of China, but you can't believe anything in China, and they can't truly forecast it from outside. So it's a uh, but an Xmas rally, which would be really nice. I think would have to be fed by China. So that's uh, now, so we're looking there. So there's like, you know, this year's prices have pulled back for this past harvest. Next year's prices are all at a premium to this year. Now, why, why would everything be at a premium for next year compared to this year? What's the simple answer? Well, we're will, or basically that farmers are willing to take on the risk that they're going to get a crop. That would be it completely. That crop isn't planted, other than winter wheat. Crop isn't grown. 
no investments made in it. And if you're going to get the farmer to, to sell something, you won't want to give them an incentive. And that's really whether so you're paying for some risk of the crop being grown. So when you look at prices, you think historically there's soybeans or corn 250, soybeans close to $600. You know, spring wheat is pretty strong number. Winter wheat under $300, but getting close to it, maybe they're not that bad in numbers to to get selling some stuff at, you know. So it's it might not be a bad time to look at some sales for next year. And, you know, keep your eyes open on it, I think, for people. The, uh, so not a lot in the markets this week, but it's never too early to start selling your your crop for the following year. Hey, is it, it's never too early to start selling your crop. I love that. I might use that one again. I think I I better write that one down. It's never too early to start. Like we really should have twenty twenty five numbers up there too, Jeffrey. <laughs> we can add that next week if you like to vote. So I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. So so the corn is still coming off in some of our catchment area here. Do we have room for corn, Dolores? Yes, we do, Jeffrey. We have the room. We've done our job. We've made room here at the elevator. Bring it on. Absolutely. Come one, come all. Speaking right. of corn coming into the elevator, we are open this weekend, 7 to 5 on Saturday and 7 to noon on Sunday. Um, if you require any service outside of these times, please give myself a call. My number's on the website. Um, and we are open all week next week. Of course we're open all week next week. It's... It's just a normal week. Yes, that's right. But it is the week before Christmas. Yep. So, many so more just to clarify, now, like nine for days sleep through Christmas, <laughs> something blah blah. You know. Yes, we're getting really excited for Christmas oh, around of here. Of course. Well, I dress up like Santa Claus every day. Well, yes, you do look like Santa Claus with your big <laughs> white beard. So. <laughs> okay. Well, Jeffrey, that is all I have to say this week. Even though it was very not very much, you did most of the talking. Is there anything else surprise, you'd like to surprise? Surprise! <laughs> would you like to bring anything else? Up? No, I think that's it for the week. Where everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. You give us a call anytime if you want to talk about crops and stuff. And hopefully, we'll have a more exciting week next week on the market. An exciting up week. An exciting up week. Happy harvest, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye for now.